stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Welcome back. JD is showing us his moves here in the studio room. We are breaking up with RBS. I'm Tony Santabria, and we are on episode number 36. And I am on, I am JD K. Winnikin, and I am on move number 36. Actually, not nearly as many. Yeah. No. And they aren't good. Well, you got, think, you got a few of them, you know. But they have to be good if they're really going to be considered dance moves, so... Let's let's not give me too much credit. However, I do enjoy it. Okay, it's kind of fun, and that music yeah. is really hard not to tap. Your it toes to. it really is good, especially early on a Saturday morning. Absolutely, yes. For those of you who are listening live, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us so early in the morning. For those of you who are listening as a podcast, thank you so much for doing so, for subscribing, leaving comments. We really appreciate it. And if you're watching on our YouTube channel, uh, here we are. Nice to see you, mm-hmm. uh, waving at you. There we go. Um, all right. So, Tawny, how was your week? Um, my week was amazing. My yeah. grandbaby had his one year birthday. Oh, yes. Congratulations. It was, was so fun. Yes. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Well, mm-hmm. congratulations Thank you. to him. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> he can't articulate it yet, but someday he'll appreciate it. All right. Well, that's a good week. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, last week we mentioned that you have launched your six-week self-mastery course yes. that made that available mm-hmm. at integratedgrowthcoach.com. How's mm-hmm. that going so far? Lots of questions coming in. Lots of folks excited to get started. Some mm-hmm. folks have already started. That's great. Super fun. Um, it's a six-week program where you're going to get new content each week of the six weeks. So you can't rush ahead for all the folks <laughs> who like to do that. You have to do the practices of the week. Um, but yeah, people are learning about their stress. They're learning about what depletes them, what renews them, what mm-hmm. recharges them. They're learning how to let some of these stories go, where they came from. A lot of the stuff that we've we've been talking about, and they get to learn about themselves more specifically instead of just about us. Yeah, and yeah. they can kind of dig into this and see how they experience this. Uh, and for those of you who are doing that, uh, uh, please let us know if you have any questions or experiences you want to share. And also we should stress too that people, it's not like it's just starting on a certain day for everybody. Somebody can sign up for it anytime right yes. and start right away. Yep. Mm-hmm. So so it really is mm-hmm. self, self-guided, self yep. but every week they get new content. Yeah. And it's great stuff, everybody. I mean, it is it is amazing. And it's a, it's a great way to really dig deeper into what we're talking about here every week. So integratedgrowthcoach.com, it's right there. So yep. Yep. awesome. So you're getting good Super feedback fun. on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Your grandbaby had his birthday. That's good. My yeah. my biggest excitement was baseball season started. So oh yes, I'm very happy about that. So <laughs> I just love it. It's my I don't know if you knew this. My my my, my favorite places anywhere is to be at a ballpark. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy. Mm-hmm. There's something about it that feels like all the things that we talk about are all are they all in the ballpark? All in the ballpark. Oh, all in the I ballpark. love that. Yeah, they're all in the ballpark. That the entire it's a whole experience for me of a little bit of everything. Right brain and left brain of the game, the experience, the connectivity mm-hmm. you can have with the people who are there and talking with them. It's a whole different vibe than other sports, I think. So hmm. I'll go to a ball game anywhere, anytime. Okay. Okay. So anyway. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> first. So yeah, if any of you have free tickets anywhere, <laughs> send them my way. I'd be happy if to go. you need a date. Yeah. <laughs> Baseball. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, uh, well, congratulations on that with the, with mm-hmm. the that's, Thank you. that's fun. It's yeah. really great. So last week we left off, we were talking about 
uh, we ended up talking about courage, mm-hmm. kind of coming off of values discussion, the larger importance of connecting with our values. Yep. And, uh, you know, one of the things we use the analogy of, of letting uncomfortable feelings in, like is like going to the door, they're ringing at the doorbell, you let them in. Mm-hmm. And rather than make up stories that are sort of the equivalent of giving them lots of reasons to stay, you welcome them in and eventually they just sort of go. Right? You don't feed that anymore. Um, and yet we also, as part of that, the very fact that it's a courageous thing to do indicates that it can be just going to the door can be a struggle. Um, you know, and even if we let them in, we can be impatient for them to leave. <laughs> yes. Right. Which can lead to like, you, you sit with them, those feelings for a little while and you're uncomfortable and then you want to run or you want to numb out or that type of thing. So I, I was thinking about that after that episode, and I'm wondering, you know, mentioning that, what comes up for you if we're going to talk about that kind of struggle or impatience? You know, what comes up for you with that? Right. I think we don't like struggle. Yeah. I think in general, we're not, like, we don't put on social media, number one struggle today, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Right. right. I mean, sometimes we will sort of share some hard things mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. but we don't typically celebrate struggle. Yeah. Right. So which means we probably don't really like it so much. Like yeah. we we try to get away from it. Um, and when we can't get away from it, because maybe we've decided, OK, I'll go ahead and let these I'll go ahead and open the door and I'll let these emotions in. Right. OK. <laughs> Okay, Be- because because I've listened to Breaking Out with RBS and I've thought, <laughs> okay, d- uncomfortable, so I'll sit with them, right? And then, not too long later, we're going, when are they leaving? <laughs> <laughs> I got things to do. Right. I don't to have go. time for this. I don't, and I thought if I let them in, they were going to leave pretty early. It's my bedtime. Right, right. right. They're hanging out way too long. This <laughs> <laughs> analogy works, I'm telling you. Yes, we are just yeah. finding all kinds all right. of places. Okay. So we don't like any of that, yeah. right? And so one of the most common things I hear from people is, okay, so how long is this going to take? Yeah. Or, okay, I gave it a shot. I tried it. And, and it, they, just, they just hung out. Like, I don't have time for this. Right. right? I don't have time for this difficulty. <laughs> right. Right. Tell me what to do. Yes. Yes. So we, we, we kind of are, we can be impatient. Yeah. And anything that probably requires courage or has an element of recur of courage in it. Um, patience probably is important mm. also because just because we have courage doesn't mean that we can control things. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that, and so that patience part would then be kind of the, um, what we talk about being okay is that ability to be patient mm-hmm. with that. Is kind of an indicator of okay, you can still f- be going through something really tough, but it's under that umbrella of that okayness. Maybe that's patience is the key to being able to stay in that space, mm-hmm. hold that space. It sounds like because impatience, we suddenly then are wanting to control and push out. And, yes, yeah. yeah. So we've got sort of these different states of okayness is a state. I mean, we've got all kinds of states. But if we just kind of dial down sort of a continuum of, you know, discomfort on the on the right-hand side, okayness in the middle, and more of a neutral, and um, good on the left-hand side, mm-hmm. right? So we've got this continuum here. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, if we're not 
at the good side, <laughs> there's something wrong. Right. <laughs> Even before we get to okayness, <laughs> yeah. it's still wrong because I'm not fully good. Mm. So, oh boy, that's right. a lot of pressure. Right. And I, that deep sigh comes from a place of, of recognition. <laughs> what, what comes up for you with that? I, I've, that, I defined things that way for a really long time without really knowing it. Like if, if I wasn't good, it meant there was something wrong. And I don't know where the messaging came from or that everything was supposed to be good. All the time. I certainly saw people around me not being good sometimes or having difficulties. Uh, I could chalk that up maybe to just stuff I learned, you know, growing up. But man, I didn't cut myself a lot of slack when things were were tough. I usually I usually assigned that to I was doing something wrong or there was something I wasn't doing that I should have been doing. Right. I should be stronger here, I should be more patient here, I should be more whatever. Uh, and I just remember it, I can feel it in my body right now, just being confused a lot mm-hmm. and frustrated by that. And what I can do when I feel really confused, frustrated, and don't know what to do, I can just kind of slam everything down and not want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. We want yeah. to get away. Right, right. And and what I've been experiencing more and more doing this work is that that we move along that continuum back and forth quite a bit, constantly. Constantly, you know, and, and it is, you are able to be okay even when things don't feel good. Mm-hmm. So, and, and over time, I guess the expanded bandwidth to be able to sit with that mm-hmm. is, is the real gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine if we could have patience and courage along that whole continuum, no matter where we are mm-hmm. from discomfort, okayness and good discomfort, okayness and good. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and we could use whatever other words we want to. Sure. We could do pleasant, pleasant, okayness and unpleasant. Color we codes, to. right? Yeah. We could, Red we could use down to blue. Right? Totally. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we were able to have certain connections to our values, right, mm-hmm. or connections to certain values on this continuum. Yeah. We might be able to navigate through the reality of life be, with, with greater ease. Like, we life does include the unpleasant. It will always include the unpleasant. Always. And if we make the unpleasant a problem, then part of our life becomes a problem. Yeah. Or something to be fixed. And inevitably it's going to be a problem because we're saying cuz problem difficulties are going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So then we've got to fix it. Mm. And oftentimes life doesn't there are certain parts of life, lots of parts of life that aren't fixable. So if we're in the struggle, the unpleasant, and we believe this needs to be fixed and we aren't able to handle this, mm-hmm. right? We, we, there's no possible way for us to be okay with this struggle. We're going to work ourselves up to a larger struggle. Yeah. Because we're going to believe, we're going to tell our body, Tell our, our thought. We're going to tell ourselves with those stories that we're not going to be able to make it through this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That just ups the ante. It does. It does. And reduces reduces the margin of error. Mm-hmm. It ups the ante and makes things more dangerous, makes things more difficult. Yeah, it's, and, and to me, the, the people that I've always admired the most 
growing up are the people who seemingly somehow could handle those things. I, I think there was on some level a noticing in me for a really long time when somebody wasn't doing what I was doing, like that where things could be difficult and they could definitely be expressing that it was difficult. And yet they weren't upping the ante. They weren't making that margin of error thinner. They weren't making things more dangerous for themselves. And uh, yeah, I th- that's, cause you're saying imagine if we could. Well, the thing is we can. Yeah, we, right? we can. The, the body, you know, holds, holds the key there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't think our way out of or think our way into a mm-hmm. particular place. Yeah. But we can know that in our body, we can mm-hmm. know in our body that we can be okay mm-hmm. throughout wherever we find ourselves on the continuum. And none of it needs to be fixed as much as there's there could be some different choices to be made. Yeah. For sure. If we've got choice in a particular mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. we could know that we can make a different choice and be okay. And if we don't have choice, then we can still know that we can be okay Yeah. also. Yeah. Because there are things we don't have a choice over, how somebody chooses to treat us or, you know, step in or out of our lives, you know, that type of thing. So, so with that, like that patience, you know, what I keep thinking of again, is if, if we know what our values are, you know, we have six or seven of them or however many, that we can come to when somebody somebody comes to the door that we don't we don't want that opens up our ability to hold that space longer to not be as impatient and therefore not to struggle as much mm-hmm. because we can connect back to those and then what i can say is the more this is practiced and you experience riding navigating that and experiencing that that feeling coming in and then leaving that's a great thing. If you feel it happen once, it can happen again, mm-hmm. it can happen again, and it opens up a bit more over time. And and that's where habits begin to change. That's where sort of the day and emotional approach changes. And before you know it, things feel more connected, smoother, maybe easier in the sense of what we're talking about. Not as much confusion in my case or frustration fewer cases of me throwing things down. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And and cuz cuz there's more flow. Mhm. Right? So when we leave space for things, energy, emotion is energy when mm-hmm. it moves in and through instead of us trying to lodge it down in some area of mm-hmm. our body, then yeah, we 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 move more fluidly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that is really what we're talking about here in a lot of ways, right, is because when you live from, well, at least when I live from that state of being, when in that place, I just really enjoy things a lot more or I value things more. Like I'm, I feel more connected to things. And it's amazing what then the questions that I used to ask myself or the stories that come in, they just, they kind of float away, you know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, and and at the beginning when you were noticing all the stories, there were moments where I remember you, you felt like, why do they still keep coming? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know what's <laughs> happening here. Why, why are they not leaving? Right. So impatience shows up yeah. in that, okay, I'm, I know this now from a headspace. I'm tired of it, and I just want it to go away. Mm-hmm. And when you were in those, that state, 
Mm-hmm. How did things go for you? Oh, it was it. Oh, you mean wanting it to go faster or like wanting? Yeah. Well, it was kind of its own way becoming the same problem I'd been fighting against in the first place. I was turning that my expectation that this should be quote unquote, it's a bullshit, right? This should be going smoother. This should be, shouldn't be taking as long. I shouldn't be hearing all these stories. All of a sudden I just added that to the list of things I was making stories up about. And well, fortunately when you pointed that out, it kind of was, that was a big light bulb mm-hmm. aha moment going, all oh, right, I actually do have to, do have to sit with this. And the thing is, and what I've, experienced more and more since then is to recognize that when those emotions show up for me, I am not going to like them. I am going to look at them and go, Oh man, or the stories that can come up around certain situations or certain people. I have certain people in situations where stories will show up faster or more often than other ones. And I'm sure my life will be like that. You know, certain things will bring that up more. So that's always going to happen. I'm always going to feel that initial kind of, you know, but then to me, it's, that's why the softening, the breathing, right. Connecting into my body again, that lets me hold that space because my brain is just going to, is just going to chuck it up. You know, It's just going to chop it into a million pieces mm-hmm. or throw gasoline on it or, or whatever. So yeah, it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. It wasn't useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So tr- pushing towards an outcome. Yeah. Even though you were sort of like on this track of, no, I, I really want to be present here. <laughs> yeah. Pushing towards that. Yeah. Got you in the bullshit loop. Yes. Really easily. Yeah, really easily. Really easily. And and then, you know, and so that that can sometimes that can sometimes happen. It doesn't happen as often. What then I found important was to experience the, okay, I've recognized it. I don't have to make that a problem. Right? Mm-hmm. So that I don't have to add that to something else that needs to be fixed. I just need to be aware that that can happen, mm-hmm. you know, and having seen what that looks like from a place of presence, it's much easier to be aware when that might be happening or where that's coming from. And then that's what I have to let mm-hmm. sit and I breathe and I soften. And again, my experience has been as more time goes by, they don't, they don't stick around. They, and if they do, I can still function. I can still do other things. I can still hold other states of awareness and I can hold other emotions. You know, it's been a newer thing for me to be able to hold loneliness and sadness in one hand and at the same time be really excited about something else that's going on. Mm-hmm. I never knew you could do that. <laughs> I never knew that for the longest time. I thought, well, they just had to battle out like a, you know, fighting. Somebody Who was going to win? Who's going to win? Right. And if I didn't know who was going to win, then again, chuck my stuff down and go Ooh. do something else. I know. Yeah, that that's a lot going on. It is. The battle. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, so our emotions can coexist. Our, our states of being can coexist. <sighs> who would have who would have thought? I know. I know. Well, and it's and it's important, you know, we were talking a little bit about all the externals coming at us, you know, all the problems, you know, the last the last handful of years have been so challenging in so many ways. And that can be kind of a breakdown. I, I've noticed that some people have commented to me and I know to you is, is how when you have all these other things coming at you, how can you be in a place where you can say, I'm okay? You know, and one of my answers to that was just because you're okay doesn't mean that what's happening outside of you is something you, that is, is, not, is not bad. It is bad. It is tough. It is scary. Um, and yet, 
we're the ones in charge of how we're going to respond to that, you know, and to fall and to knuckle under to it, right? To the point where we start hurting ourselves. That's not helping anything <laughs> at all. No. At all. Yeah. When you say that, what comes up for me is adaptability. Mm. Oh, that's right? a good word. I think that is another perhaps value or characteristic that we might want to also, you know, keep top of mind. Yeah. Because the better able we are to adapt mm-hmm. to what's going on internally mm-hmm. and what's going on externally, the more we experience our okayness. Like it's I'm I'm okay. Yeah. Even though what's happening is not my preference. <laughs> yeah. It's not what I would prefer. <laughs> I would not prefer that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, boy, that that's going to happen a lot, right? It happens a lot. It a lot of things lot. are happening that we don't prefer. Mm-hmm. You know? All over the place, at home, at work, on, yeah. the, on the freeway, mm-hmm. right? Like all over. Yeah. Things are happening that we don't prefer. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be okay. And, you know, and it can be in the smallest of places. And sometimes I think those are the, the sometimes really good places to start. I think sometimes the temptation is, is in presence work, you really got to hit the heavy duty things all the time, mm-hmm. right? You mentioned, you know, post-traumatic uh, work last time, you know, that we tend to think that, and those are certainly important, but it can be even around little things. Like, you know, I mentioned baseball. My, my favorite baseball team, uh, has a history of not winning as many games as they lose. And it, it could be, that's changing hopefully, but that used to ruin my day or make my day. Mm. And of course they play most of their games at night. So I would spend most of like the morning, like if they won the night before, okay, I'm feeling pretty good. And then, okay, but they're going to win tonight. I used to, like people talk about living and dying, mm-hmm. their teams. I used to do that. Mm. And uh, I finally had to give that up yeah. because it was taking a real toll on me. And I was trying to control things by like, if my favorite team won, I would wear the same jersey the next time they were playing or, you know, just those type of superstitions. And then if they didn't work, I had to find something else, you know. I had to rethink my relationship to, to sports. And that doesn't seem like a big thing, but I was giving it a lot of power yeah. over my emotional state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be sports, right? It can be just about mm-hmm. anything else, you know, but I, that's, that's an example of one of the small areas. And the cool thing about those quote unquote small areas is if you can find shifts in those, at least for me, it really builds confidence and good feeling of like, oh, wow, okay, this... I, I do have the ability to get to some self-mastery. Absolutely. Well, and what you incorporated by making that shift is choice. Yes. Right? Instead of being completely <laughs> beholden oh, to what happened for your team. Oh, and you decided, no, I need to have some more choice around my life. Right. Around this, right? So, that yeah, it comes down to we do have choice around yeah. the small things yep. and the large things, of course, but the small things are a place to start or mm-hmm. the things that we deal with every day mm-hmm. would be a great place to start. We don't want to actually start with the some, well, let me wait for the next big thing. The crisis. Right. right. I'll, I'll handle the next big crisis differently because <laughs> you won't. Yeah. Because you'll be stressed and you'll handle it exactly the same way as you typically do unless yeah. you're practicing these small moments yeah. of choice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what sort of builds that up over time. And, and you know, and it's funny in other contexts, of course, we would, people would go, oh yeah, that makes sense. 
you know, if you're going to go to the gym and you want to, you want to work out, you're starting with, with lesser weights in terms of weights. You don't, you just don't start with the 75 to 100 pound dumbbells. You just don't, you know? And so with this, it's sort of, it's similar because, and that builds awareness. It builds confidence. For me, it was a great way to see around, even though that approach to sports teams was not healthy. The fact that I'd given it that, <laughs> that energy and then shifted, I know, <laughs> felt the shift. It felt monumental, even though oh, in the sure. big scheme of things, it's a small thing. Mm-hmm. But it helped me get better connected to reality. And of course, the reality is I have no control over how my sports <laughs> team does. Uh, You're right. The, the red shirt doesn't do it. Doesn't or do whatever. it. Yeah, no, the, that jersey didn't do it. Although I did have a run one time <laughs> where I went to a bunch of games and I wore the same jersey and they won like 12 games in a row. And Wow. I called it my magic jersey and- you know. Wow, you must have really felt pretty powerful during those twelve. Days. Yeah, but yeah, but always on the verge, always with the fear of True. of having having my stomach punched. Yeah, right? you know, just ripped from you. Right, and the, the thing with sports is when you root for a sports team, you're going to be disappointed more often than you're going to be excited, mm-hmm. right? Because only one team can win the championship every year, and in baseball, there's thirty teams. So even if every team got their share, right, you're going thirty years between championships. So kind of got to get it right sized. You know, otherwise it's going <laughs> to eat you up. So, anyway. Wow. I know. Whew. I know. I'm glad for you. Well, yeah, it, it's been much better. And I actually enjoy it a lot more now. Oh, sure. You know, in, yeah. a, in a better place. And I, and I appreciate the game itself more mm-hmm. in general. So it, 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 that kind of fits too in a larger sense. You know, whatever those things are, um, it deepens our connection to what we really like about it. And then we can break up with the BS stories about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go, I'm going to spend some time this next coming week figuring out what are my values around sports. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I already know what they are. But anyway, yeah, just. That'll be fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. So I guess we're, yeah, we're coming down to it, aren't we? I think so. All right. Well, more good stuff. We can just kind of keep going next week. Yeah. I, um, I think, you know, just kind of paying attention to sort of where, if if you want to practice with the patience piece, mm. you know, folks can pay attention to where they might be able to cultivate a little bit more patience around something that act, don't actually have control over. Yeah. Um, just noticing it. Yeah. Just noticing yeah. and, and, um, and then patience and courage going hand in hand, mm-hmm. perhaps practicing little moments of courage in the day. Yeah. Um, and uh, appreciating. Yeah. Those moments. And remembering to soften and to breathe mm-hmm. and all those things. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, thanks so much for that, Tawny. And mm-hmm. uh, thanks to all of you for uh, for listening or watching. Uh, also, remember, make sure to visit our Facebook page. You can join that at Breaking Up With RBS. Be sure to check out Tawny's new six-week self-mastery course over at integratedgrowthcoach.com to mm-hmm. experience all this for yourself. Yep. And uh, between now and next week, I will still be J.D.K. Winnikin. And I believe I will still be Tawny Santabria. Pretty sure you will be. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) See you next time. To be right, everybody else to be wrong. I got something to prove. A new man has come into my life. And I'm going to stay here in New York to see what it is about him that intrigues me so.